Hey guys. Hey. It's Sage. And I'm Star. And you're, you're going, going on break with Sage and Star. Star. <laughs> I hope you never get tired of that. Welcome right. to episode three. Hi. I'm going on break. We have a hot, sizzling, spicy topic for you all today. Cinnamon and cumin mixed Nutmeg. with Frick. all of it. What's that? Crisp really? chestnut, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And Shameless plug. Inside we- of my jacket, you can see, <laughs> see the, the fur. fur. All right, so... Today, what are we talking about, Star? Today, we're going to be talking about abortion. And homosexuality. And vaccine. And maybe speaking in tongues. If <laughs> and we get heaven, there. hell, and spiritual warfare. As much as we can in the next 30-ish minutes, we're going to try to squeeze so, it all in. Controversial topics of the body of Christ. We're going to bring them up today. And if you get offended, it's actually not a problem. Our um, goal is to be as respectful as possible. Exactly. And just present the topics, our opinions, and just bring them to light you know whatever you may think about it is fine we're not here to like debate or whatever but we're here to just talk about them peacefully as we should be able to as brothers and sisters in the good lord it's a siren oh sorry we're in a car you can't tell these sirens um and if you feel some kind of way about it feel free to reach out to the lord yeah and we also would love for this to start other conversations these shouldn't be topics that we just shy away from because they're difficult to talk about as christians we should be the first ones ready to talk about them amongst each other even if there are disagreements so we're going to talk about it respectfully we're going to share our thoughts feel free to share your thoughts and let's get started So currently we are still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic and a new invention has just come out. <clears throat> Sorry. The vaccine. So For Star, sure. what what are your thoughts on this vaccine? So I'm actually not gonna get the vaccine. <laughs> That's it. So Sage, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't want it. <laughs> the only way I can see myself getting it is if it becomes mandatory. Um because I know some people are like, this could be the mark of the beast. I purposely, I per- personally don't necessarily think that. I haven't really been looking that much into it, but I don't think it is that. So do you want to go a bit into like mark of the beast? Like what makes you think that it's not? Well, I know the mark of the beast, you're either going to have to get it in your hand or in your head or something like that. But a vaccine is going in your arm. First of all, microchip's not going to be inside of your arm. It's your friend. It's your friend from the choir. Is that her? Well, who said she gonna talk? She told the choir director she gonna do her own note. I don't know. All right, sorry y'all. But yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think it's the mark of the beast. Also, like, I feel like the mark of the beast would be more blatantly like, this is the mark. Well, maybe not like that, but I feel like there's gonna be so many Christians that are gonna take the vaccine out of just fear of getting the virus. So I don't think the mark of the. And plus, we don't even know who the antichrist is. Right. Like, we don't even have that yet. So right. like, it doesn't make sense. Right. So no, I don't think so. I just don't think. This is my personal opinion. Okay. I'm not going to get the vaccine because I just think that we're not guinea pigs. And I feel like there's not even enough stuff backing this thing up. It's just to prevent the virus. But I've heard of things where, like, you know, with the female, like, reproductive system and stuff, like, it can, like, stop you from being able to have kids. Like, all this crazy, like, it messes with your DNA. Like, they have a second, they have, like, a separate agenda, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just so, so, to stop the coronavirus, even though, like, I know that's what it's for. But there's, no, come on. Like, no. So, that's my opinion. Yeah. And I'm I'm not worried about getting the virus. Yeah, same. Um, I'm like if I get it, 
in Jesus' name, I'll be okay. Right. Not saying you shouldn't be safe and, like, take precautions. <clears throat> I'm following all of the laws and the rules and stuff. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to run around paranoid about right. getting this vaccine so that I can prevent the <laughs> prevent the virus, you know? Mm. I just don't think that we should be driven by fear. If you yeah. want to get the vaccine and you're not being driven by fear, good for you. Go right on ahead. Um, but for those that maybe are feeling fearful and feel like you need to get this in order <clears throat> to, like, survive 2021. Right. I think we're okay. Well, let, let me just also say this. When I, I mean, they don't really talk about this in the media. They always talk about like, oh, death, death, COVID. Like, no, like not everybody who gets COVID dies. Yeah, also, and if your immune system is Yeah, great. if you're a healthy person, then it's very unlikely that you're going to die or even have... Excuse me, I just burped. Anyway, or any kind of like crazy, like something happened to you, you know, like in terms of like you getting COVID, like you having that like a disease or like a heart disease or something like... No, like if you're healthy... You're going to be okay, most likely. Like, so people be gassing this thing up. I mean, I think it is something we should still take serious and all, but y'all doing too much. And for those, if, if anyone has, like, experienced loss or anything for COVID, we're not trying to minimize that. And right. We do, like, we definitely feel sorry for, like, all of those people. And so we're, that's not what we're trying to say. We're trying to approach it from the stance of for those who are currently living through it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't run around fearful. But that's not minimizing the fact that it is a legitimate virus, right. that it is a legitimate pandemic. People are right. dying from it. And I'm sorry, one more thing. And the fact that we know it's it is real, it's a real virus. So also don't be walking around like I'm not wearing my mask. Right. Okay. There are two extremes to this, <laughs> and I've seen Christians on both sides of the spectrum. Where some Christians, even at Regent University, are just blatantly defiant of the rules. Yeah, I agree with and that. it's it's just not like that's just not cool. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to agree with them, but at least comply because it's not yeah. going to hurt you. And you want to set a good example. Like that's not it's not worth it like what are you what point are you proving <laughs> we by all, not wearing your mask like, we all have like freedom so you what is that doing for you because we're all going to comply so you look right. dumb we all have the same choice right like, like there's no you ain't like we excited i don't think it's it's a good look for you to just not comply with the rules just because you don't agree with them that's just kind of right. immature i don't think anyone wants to wear a mask but we're <laughs> right going to. and so we'll get through this we're gonna keep moving forward right but don't let fear drive you but also don't let arrogance and just your your you know political opinion or whatever you know keep you from doing what you should be doing right um because unless the reason for you doing it is legitimate and that you actually are gaining <laughs> something from it other than just feeling good about yourself um i don't think that's valid yeah so wow well, all right that? i have nothing else to say about though thing. so we'll that, see what happens yes so that is our covid stance now <laughs> what topic shall we transition to? Um, I'm trying to think. What's the second biggest? I would say currently the second biggest would probably be abortion. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, Especially yeah. with Biden now officially mm-hmm. being elected which, as president, I don't mind my which is huge. I'm, I'm sorry. Actually, go, a question. Go ahead. So, how do you feel about like these prophets and stuff that have called <laughs> it and said, "Well, Trump's gonna win. Trump's gonna have a second term." Trump, and now, I mean, unless is the lawsuit finished yet? I haven't, I don't know the update on like, did the lawsuit just cancel after the electoral college thing? I don't know about that. I'm going to assume that Trump's not just going to let it go. I'm telling Trump. (laughs) Um, So we'll see. I don't know. I've I've heard that it's not really official until inauguration day. So anything can happen between now and then. This is true. But as of now, looking at it, what are you thinking? How do you feel? So first of all, before (laughs) anything that we say is like projected as swaying one way or the other i'm gonna say i don't give a crap who's president not that because i mean i prayed i did my part as a voter i tried my best and like i'm i'm not in favor necessarily of one president over the other i want god's will for our nation and i believe that god will get us through no matter who's in charge um 
and that the church really needs to set the standard for you know people at this time the church needs to stand up and step into its role that god is preparing for it so the president doesn't determine who i am or what i believe or any of that so we just this is just something we got to get through if you voted and you didn't get what you wanted if you voted if you did Mm -hmm. get you what you wanted great our job (coughs) as christians doesn't change though yeah so let me just put that out there politics i really don't I don't sway one way or the other because that's not what determines my morals. That's not what determines how I live to a certain extent. And yeah, so, but I will say, (laughs) I will say that regarding the prophets who, you know, prophesied that Trump was going to win, you know, whatever, there was a lot of them. Um, I have a few opinions on that. I think one is because a lot of the prophecies were true the first time around. Mm-hmm. They just assumed it was going to be long term. I think a lot of times, I mean, I'm not a prophet, so I don't really know how this works. I don't necessarily desire that because that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. But I think <clears throat> a lot of times as humans, we tend to add more to the prophecy than what God may have said to us just by Mm. assuming and like drawing conclusions and whatever so let's say for example you received a prophecy in 2005 that trump was going to be president of the united states that doesn't mean two terms Mm. and that doesn't mean that everything that's anti-christian or whatever is going to be overturned just because because conservatives aren't perfect and liberals aren't perfect in Uh terms of the christian biblical standard neither of them completely align so as a christian you really can't be dependent on the president because at the end of the day they're probably for the as long as we live gonna either be republican or democrat we're not gonna have an in-between unless the lord just baptizes the whole nation and Mm -hmm. just like changes everything but yeah, so for the people that prophesy that, I think, one, you just have to, you have to receive every prophecy just as, you know, understand that it may be subject to human error because mm-hmm. humans are not perfect. And so I don't think we should necessarily be like, oh, y'all are false prophets. Yeah. But at the same time, certain prophecies were like, oh, okay, like just completely like, just completely off. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't think like everybody who said like Trump was gonna win is a false prophet because I know that people are human beings and like we receive stuff from God with our human minds and And stuff. So like we don't even interpret things the way that maybe sometimes when God gives us stuff, we don't interpret it fully how He wants us to because our brains are so human that we can't even receive fully what he's saying Mm -hmm. so i don't think that everybody who's done that is a false prophet they could have just made an oopsie but at the same time something out there false and a lot of times (laughs) we just project what we want and call it prophecy Uh and we feel like that's what should happen right right and we're not god at the end of the day so you're not always gonna have something to say that you want to hear sometimes god will tell tell you something that you don't want to hear yeah that's true and so prophecies aren't always necessarily seemingly in favor of christians but god has a plan for it all so and i don't like yeah so i don't think we should just be so quick to call everybody a false prophet that you know whatever but at the same time just understand that prophecies are even subject to human error yeah and give people grace during it's also just been a crazy year and so they need as much grace as all the rest of us do. But also just be careful what words you receive and what words you don't. Yeah. Um, also, something real quick I just want to bring up. I know this is controversial when you said that. Um, this has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. It just came to my mind. One thing I want you guys to think about here, because I know this happens at Regent a lot, but 
be careful with who you allow to pray for you and lay their hands on you. Mm-hmm. Please. Were we watching a... No, I don't think we were watching a video. But... Oh, frick. This is going to get into something else. It's okay. We said controversial topic. You're right. So. It's controversial. Okay, so... I think that... Not every... And I've made... Oh, my God. We've been in so many circles... for that one time? Wait, okay, Sage and I have both been in a lot of different circumstances where people you know ask to pray for us and lay their hands on us when they're praying for us and we didn't really know how to get out of the situation especially when we didn't feel comfortable um with it so we just let it happen but one thing i will say is look into that um because some people oh god i don't know if i want to say this because they're may not under like believe in this i know a lot of people i've noticed that it's it's not a common teaching across all churches that like not that okay not that our church necessarily teaches don't just let anybody go lay hands on you. Like, nobody has ever said that from the pulpit. However, over the years, you come to have an understanding that some people, like, you don't know, that some people don't know you. Yeah. And some people, it's out of order for them to go and lay hands on you. Just, like, especially in the middle of a church service, if they are not the minister, they are not an ordained, whatever. Like, and I understand that formalities and legalism, like, there's, you know, there's nooks and crannies in there that, like, you know, you don't want to be overly formal and legalistic or whatever. But yeah. at the same time, God is a God of order. Right. And you need to use wisdom and also discernment to figure out, okay, who is this laying yes. hands on me? What are you laying hands on me for? what spirit is operating in you, that's not mm-hmm. transferring on me. And when people be, oh my God, we were, we have watched a lot of videos on this. Mm-hmm. When people, there's a, oh my God. Also, let me just say this. The Holy Spirit will not make you act out of order. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, come on. I'm going to have to get out. <laughs> I'm not trying to do this. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Part. The Holy Spirit, will, yes. So, yo, I'm like, take, what? Take what you want from that statement. That's all. That's um, all I got to say. If you flop it on the ground, shaking your head like, like something in you. Right. No, that's not the Holy Spirit. So, you need to. Now, now, with that being said. There is also try this. Spe- sorry, <laughs> there is also a time in the play in a place where falling out in the spirit is legit. Yes. Now sure. self control is a fruit of the spirit, right. so you shouldn't be losing complete control. Or you shaking, flipping, flopping on the ground, screaming <laughs> like that's concerning. No, that's demonic. However, no, okay, I, I do believe that. that the Holy Spirit does fall on people <clears throat> on different ways, and sometimes that does come out physically, and you don't have to be afraid of that. Yes. Um. Every time someone falls out on the floor, doesn't mean it's fake. Doesn't mean they're under demonic. And, spirit. and don't if I fall out, please don't come at me trying to lay your hands on me praying. I'm already out. Right. The Spirit got me. Like already. I'm already good. You good? Go <laughs> next. Like <laughs> he already passed by. Like come on, I'm in it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just be in the moment. Don't worry so much about trying to minister to everybody you see having a moment. Right. Like, and there was an chapel last year where pastor mark pastor mark said because this was going on people were like having a moment during worship and like crying that doesn't mean that they're sad like get the that's freak not, off that's not me. your opportunity to come and hug me hugging me all tight like jesus a, got me there's a time and a place okay there is a time and a place sometimes people are having a moment with god they they don't need the distraction yeah, of having somebody touching, touching them right Every time they're crying. Yeah, Sometimes people just have a physical, emotional response to the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that's okay. Give them some space. Let them deal with it. Right. Because <clears throat> they'll come to you if they want prayer. Right. <laughs> or they want to talk about it. Mm. So people just... Yeah. It's like people don't need extra help in their encounters with God. Right, they don't like, need assistance. And, and I think like that's also when discernment comes in. Because you'll know if that's something you should do. If y'all mm-hmm. are just going off on a whim. And also, like if you see people that have like a medical condition or something, you they're not always in need of prayer. Like Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like For example, I'm just going to use Katie as an example. Mm-hmm. So y'all know Katie. Katie has... Wait, what does she have? Her, her left arm. <laughs> no, her right arm. 
it's like not fully developed okay yeah and she's told us before like people will want to come up to her and like start asking to pray for her and stuff and she's like i'm actually good like this is a part of my testimony like at mm-hmm. this point so like every single time you see somebody in a wheel like you don't always have to be like oh my god like can i pray for you like mm-hmm. there might just be good like mm-hmm. i think if we were to put ourselves in that situation they might not want to be reminded all the time like wow people are looking at me and thinking that like there's something wrong with me so i need prayer all the and time. the only the only reason i'm at the altar is to receive, receive healing. healing right no like so like that's not always appropriate again use discernment Mm -hmm. because sometimes people like anyone with a handicap or disability or whatever can also have an encounter with god and experience the presence of god and they might be at the altar just because they felt like god wanted them to come up there and deal with some stuff you don't have to always yes like i would be like i don't need you always talking to me about that like that's just like i feel like that's kind of rude mm-hmm yeah and that's not to say that god doesn't still do miracles that physical healings aren't possible because i 100 percent fully believe that they are and i don't think we see them enough i just think there's a time and a place and there's order and there's discernment that needs to be used when you're going about um laying hands on people and praying yeah. for people just out of the blue because also you don't want to be a distraction to somebody else's encounter with the holy spirit right. because if somebody's like caught off guard <clears throat> by you just coming up and like praying for them and you didn't even like ask yeah. or anything that could actually just be a distraction and a hindrance for them not not a positive because you also you operating out of flesh trying to get people to see you praying for somebody right anyway right. okay sage we're, we're gonna move on All so right. how this look I, i'm gonna save some stuff for the end but we're already in this topic of holy spirit and whatnot mm-hmm. <laughs> so can you yeah go ahead. sorry get <laughs> situated so you know we go to regent university you know diverse um array of different um denominations and whatnot we believe in speaking in tongues so what what do you have to say about what would you say to someone who says that it's fake and it should not be used in an outward setting like what is your give me your stance i'm curious so first i will say that i am not the most well versed in terms of like biblically when it is appropriate to speak in tongues and like i don't think that we get like everyone in the church as a whole has it 100% correct. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that people that do engage in speaking in tongues where some people might think it's not appropriate means that they're heretics means that they're under demonic influence or whatever, because tongues is clearly in the Bible, a gift of the spirit. Mm-hmm. It's in a long list and you can't pick from the list of gifts of the spirit, but ignore that one. It's in, it's in the list. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go down a line. Oh, I want the gift of prophecy and the gift of interpretation, like all that stuff but skip the gift of tongues Mm -hmm. and i know that people are like if there's no interpreter you shouldn't speak in tongues but if speaking in tongues is a gift of the spirit and also interpreting tongues is a gift of the spirit that means that people may not always have both and so i think it should be something that we desire to see more but like because i know like in a congregational setting some people are like you shouldn't speak in tongues out Mm -hmm. loud unless there's an interpreter whatever and i think again there needs to be a lot of grace in that area because I will say, first and foremost, I speak in tongues and I'm not making it up. Right. (laughs) I'm just going to say one thing. Just for textual reference, just in case anybody wants to say, where is that at in the Bible? I looked it up. It's 1 Corinthians 12 and 14. You want to go and look that up. All right. Yeah. So I could tell you 100% as a fact, me speaking in tongues (laughs) is not me speaking gibberish. I'm not not making making it up. up. I I had an encounter with God and it happened naturally. I couldn't do it before and I did it after. And so... Like, I don't know what the common, you know, thought is towards, you know, Pentecostals, Charismatics, people that do yeah. speak. I'm non-denominational, which I'm sure put, some of y'all are like, oh, I saw that coming. Anyway, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, people <laughs> under those similar types of backgrounds, I'm not sure what the common consensus is that we're all just making it up, that we're all just blabbering, making random. Like, I don't know what yeah. other Christians 
that don't believe that view that as. But I just want y'all to know that that many people are not just acting a fool making up right tongues now there are some people yes. who are false and they speak in demonic tongues that's a whole different podcast which you can talk about if y'all want to hear about that kind of stuff but um yeah no i agree when i speak in tongues i'm not coming up with the word first of all, i can't even form some of the stuff i'm saying i don't exactly. even know what i'm saying right like but it's for sure coming from the holy spirit because like sage said like i had an encounter and you literally feel like it's just anyway and also when people say sorry i'm getting distracted on google um when people say like um, well, no, first of all, I'm not even going to entertain the fact that some people think it's demonic and not biblical because we just gave you a verse. So that's actually out the door. That mm-hmm. is all. Yeah. And I think that, I think that speaking in tongues is not something that should be such a scary topic for yeah. people. Like if you don't speak in tongues and you are around or see someone that does, you don't have to be afraid of them because they have the same Holy Spirit that you do living on the inside. And so if anything let's maybe let it spark your curiosity read in the bible read what scripture says about it you know the day of pentecost but that's not the only time speaking in tongues is seen in the bible the day of pentecost so it's not like a one and done it's literally a gift of the spirit and so i don't know why it's so negatively looked down upon and again if you feel this way like i would actually love to sit down and have a conversation because i want to know why this is such a hard topic for christians to agree on um, and maybe it's because we don't see interpretation as much as we probably should. Um, I would love to have the gift of interpretation. Same. I've asked for it. Didn't happen yet. Right. Um, same. <laughs> so any not. of y'all got it, like, right, let me know. I'm let me know. Afraid. Just let me know what I'm saying. But you can't be an interpreter if there ain't somebody speaking. Right, so I'm exactly. lost. Come on, somebody. So, so, yeah, I mean, I know that there's order and it's mm. not always appropriate to just bust right. out speaking in tongues. Mm. And I'm not saying all churches do it mm. right, quote yeah. unquote. But I also don't think that God is going to hold it necessarily against us if we're not doing it 100% perfectly yeah, right. Because, because we're trying. Right, and our hearts are in the right place. Right. Well, should be in the right place. Right, right. it and should like, be. Also, I mean, there's also debate on like, should speaking in tongues be a private matter? Should it be mm-hmm. done in public out loud? Like, should it just be only if there's interpreter? And that, I still don't know the answer to. Right. So... I'm still figuring stuff out, too. I don't know. And I will say, I also know there's different types of tongues. There's the tongues where you're speaking the heavenly language, and there's tongues where you're speaking another earthly language. And our bishop of our church, well, he passed away, but Bishop John, he visited a country, I want to say it was Liberia, somewhere in Africa. I don't remember exactly. And he was speaking in tongues. I heard this story um, told that he was speaking in tongues at this large like group of people in Africa that none of them spoke English. And he just started speaking in tongues and it was, they understood what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Like it was their language. And he was like yeah. saying things like worship unto God and like all these things that were biblically sound. Yeah. Everything was straight. <clears throat> he didn't know what he was saying, but mm-hmm. they understood what he was saying. Mm-hmm. And so if that was not in a corporate yeah. congregational setting, that moment would have never happened. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it can't just be for privacy, but I just think there's a time and a place. I think, yeah, I think there's a time and a place and there's order. And that's all. And we all need to pray for like a greater measure of the gifts of the spirit because Mm -hmm. maybe more of us would be able to interpret than we think if we just weren't so close minded to the idea. Such a rare, like I think I've only seen like a few people interpret Mm -hmm. in my life. Like it's, why is it so rare? Like I don't understand. There's a lot of people that speak in tongues, but not a lot of interpreters. Yeah. um, Well, I have another question that I want to bring up. I want to talk about some of y'all ready to click off, man, Lord. Hold on. Y'all need a break real quick from this? Hold on. <laughs> so, how's the weather today? <laughs> it's a little chilly. It's a little chilly. I'm not going We on fall break, so we had time to get our juices flowing. You know what yeah, we I'm went saying? to Kava, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, we're moving on. Um, but, yeah. So, um, hey, guys. Welcome back to uh, Talk Time. Uh, wait, no. 
<laughs> this is not talk time <laughs> with stars, but you can go subscribe. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, Sage, okay, so let's talk about like demons, <laughs> spirits, um, spiritual warfare. Well, let's let's dig into that. I know you've had an experience with a someone that regent who didn't believe in spiritual warfare to the extent that I guess um is legit. So mm -hmm. how do you feel about that? Okay, so first and foremost, Ephesians six <laughs> is 100% confirms that spiritual warfare exists. If you couldn't already tell from your own experiences in life, the spiritual warfare exists. Ephesians 6 literally lays it out, says we have a spiritual armor that is to guard <laughs> us against and attack the enemy. So there's that for you. Um, we are, if God is a spirit and we have a spirit man and Satan's a spirit. So how are we supposed to live in the spirit and do all this stuff in the spirit because the bible says that the flesh opposes the spirit so if there's no spirit world then you're just living in the flesh and see that's the problem here's my thing <laughs> sorry here's my thing this is what i don't understand so if anybody out there could please and this is not me asking out of <clears throat> like you know trying to all oh, be sarcastic no i just genuinely want to know so i have heard of a, a lot of christians actually who don't believe in hell don't believe in I, this is my question there's not just all quote-unquote good in the world so why do we only believe in god in heaven when we other i'm i'm just really baffled as to how we don't believe in satan or hell it's like we're living in a fairy tale like please someone give me a and then some of y'all will try to use scripture to back up the fact that hell is not real and then try to back up the fact that hell is not hot nor with flames yeah I, every time it's just <laughs> are y'all just skipping like verses like <laughs> sorry i'm sorry Stacey. yes just, and sorry and i've gotten a lot of i won't say a lot but i've gotten more than i wish i had backlash by talking about things being demonic and i feel like that's a big problem because we are fighting a spiritual war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Okay, that's in the spirit. And spiritual wickedness is not angelic. So if it's Sorry. not angelic or godly, wickedness not being angelic. then it would be demonic <laughs> and evil. So, uh, but we don't, actually, but we don't, but we don't want to hear about that sage. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear about the reason why we up with depression and all this other stuff, mm. which is a whole different topic. I'm not saying that if you have depression, you are automatically mental health possessed. issues. Right, right. I mean, it's a whole different. That's a whole different topic. But we wonder why we don't all this crap, and mm -hmm. we do all this. We have doors open. This look, and I'm I think to tread lightly. There is a misconception, in my opinion. I think there is a huge misconception that Christians cannot be influenced by demonic forces. That's a lie. Now, I'm not saying that you are possessed by a demon. I think that's different. That is different. You're I oppressed. do not believe a spirit filled, spirit filled right. Christian can be yeah. possessed by a demon because that just doesn't You're make sense. Right. You can be oppressed right. by a demon because you are constantly being fought against. Right. The enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Not necessarily in the physical. What does he want your wallet for? Okay. Right. He, he's trying to steal, kill, and destroy you in the, like spiritually. And so you have to recognize those things. And so if there's something coming against you that is not of god and you didn't do anything it's not like you did something like in your flesh and like you just have stuff to come it's demonic and it's okay to say that certain things are demonic no no, no. but y'all be watching horror movies 24 mm -hmm. 7 7 days of the week getting scared and then just not demonic some, it's just fun right like i'm i'm like I just don't understand. And I used to be the same way. I used to watch horror. Um, this is again another topic. I just really just want to go in, but I'm really trying. But I used to watch horror movies all the time. Okay. I used to watch it all the time. 
And then I realized that like a lot of the reasons why I was dealing with certain stuff was because of what I was listening to and watching and et cetera, et cetera. So those were like gateways that were open for these demonic spirits and stuff to be let in. So then I stopped and I noticed a big difference. Like y'all, here's the thing. You don't, you might not know or understand or realize why you're going through certain things but most of the time like 99.9% of the time there's a door open in your life that's literally letting these things in like I don't understand how we're not getting that and there's I feel like you should start like a light bulb should kind of come on when evil starts to entertain you if you are able to sit down and watch a movie that is just full of literal demons and full of just demonic monsters and people doing all these crazy things that you know is not of if it's not of god like hello you should not be openly entered like you should not be entertained by those things what company does light have with darkness yeah, and then i'm just gonna say an artist there was this artist um <laughs> frick i'm just gonna say his name i don't really care um it's his name is ghost Main. i don't know if any of you guys have heard of him before i've heard of him a while back i just never listened to any of his music because it's just okay do not me. recommend um but there was a song that someone sent me and they were like, Star, like, you have to like watch this. I was like, okay. So I turned the song on. What I tell you, like, Sage, you know, I sent it to Sage. It was like, this is in, it was just like demonic. Like you could just feel, and my thing is like, if the Holy Spirit lives within you, right. Like, how can you sit there and watch that? Like, there's something in you that's like, okay, this is not like, right. Like, just like if someone, I'm gonna flip the script. Just like if someone like walked into a church that was a Satanist or oh, I'm sorry, a Holy Ghost filled church that was a Satanist or like a witch who walked in, they would feel like their demons would start being agitated. Mm-hmm. Like, so the Holy Spirit within you should be like, uh-uh, something's not right when you're like sitting and watching and listening to these things. And the same thing is with music. And if, and I know, I'm listen, I'm not getting into the sec- secular music topic right now because I know it's like a different, everyone got different convictions. But I would just say there is some music that is just like Star was talking about, Ghost Mane, blatantly demonic. demonic. Right, I don't satanic. Care how good the beat is. Yeah, come on. If you right. are looking at that video and that it's person crazy. is doing stuff that is just, just straight up blasphemous to God, why are you sitting there being entertained by that? Yeah. That is a problem. It is. That is a problem. And if the people in these videos are not depicting a lifestyle that you are able to, or should be living yourself, what 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 business do you have watching it? Yeah. Like, um. our lives are meant to glorify God. So if you're watching all this stuff, all you're doing is tempting yourself and just leading yourself to have imagination. Like, imagine dreams, all these different things related to that. And you're just opening yourself up to all these things. Not saying you're going to go and do those exact things. Mm. But that can <clears throat> affect your mind. That can affect your heart. That can affect your dreams. That can affect your relationships with people. All that stuff. Yeah. By what you watch. And and we are people, like, around y'all's age. Like, we're all the same age. And we're coming from ex experience mm-hmm. like this is not something that my mom told me or whatever mm-hmm. because my mom's told me all times i shouldn't listen to certain stuff when i was younger and dad listened no this is from experience and like going through these things mm-hmm. so yeah yeah demons are real if you don't think they're real check them out in the bible they're there lots of times actually and, and we also aren't trying to be like party poopers like we right. like mu- watching i don't like movies but like i like watching tv shows like having fun like you know, i'm a film major <laughs> right <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, right like so we're not trying to be like oh like don't like love your life don't live and have you know young entertainment young. is okay right. also it sure is but at the same time like we have to hold ourselves to a standard because we like you said like like don't mix with darkness like we not we're in the world not of it so what are we doing like out here entertaining crap and the bible also says don't grieve the holy spirit mm. and so if you're doing stuff that you know if jesus was sitting right next to you which he is you just can't see him 
Would you be listening to that? Would you be watching that? Right. If not, why? And why is it that you're comfortable listening to it right now? Yeah, I mean, we're also not perfect. So right. we do make mistakes. I mean, I used to really like Michael Jackson. Like, I thought his music was bomb. I think genuinely, like, he had a lot of good music. But I just got convicted about listening to him. And I remember one day, I was in the car with my friends. They turned it on. I was listening to it. You know, so, like, that's just me being, like, completely vulnerable. Like, I've, you know, made mistakes and stuff like that. But just don't continue to do it. Because you can definitely feel, like, a drastic difference when you're watching stuff and entertaining stuff that's just demonic and not good for your spirit. And if you're not sure sure whether something is demonic or not one pray ask align it with scripture if it doesn't align with scripture that's what not saying everything that's not explicitly in the bible is demonic okay don't misinterpret me but i'm saying scripture is always a great basis okay is this and then whatever things are good pure lovely of good rapport all that stuff that scripture you know compare it to that also pray ask the holy spirit to give you discernment also maybe other people can give you a second opinion people that are following following god walking with god ask them and then also um just try to see if you can go without it if you can go like let's see if you're addicted to it i guess because mm. i feel like a lot of us are addicted to entertainment i think we said this before in a mm. i don't know if it was in a podcast or something else but like we're addicted to entertainment we feel the need to be constantly entertained and mm. i think we get distracted very easily and don't even realize when stuff is like negatively influencing us so see if you can take time without it and see if it in- impacts you at all see if it influences and, you at all and i also feel like if you're in a circumstance where like you're about to go somewhere with a friend or like you need like an answer now like is this demonic like 99.9 percent of the time if you have to ask yourself right. if this is demonic or like not good for you to do then it most likely isn't right great. and you're just you trying just to justify a reason it. to do it <laughs> why would you ask if you didn't have a conviction all right moving right. on right exactly because <laughs> if because otherwise you're just going to try to make an excuse to do it anyway <laughs> right. and then that's the issue <laughs> so nothing should be so important that you're not like if there's something that you can't give up just in general that, sorry i'm specking this gum hard oh, oh my god oh, i know i know um if there's something that you are like addicted to or like you can't give up I would look into that and see why are you so attached to it. Mm-hmm. That's with anything. But yeah. So we are we gonna keep going? Yeah, we can do one more topic. We got we didn't really talk about abortion or homosexuality. Well, let's just do something real quick. I think abortion is murder, I think it's wrong. Sage, what do you think? Uh same. Okay, cool. So homosexuality. <laughs> you all got any questions? Just uh ask the Lord. But yeah. Right. Um or you can you can talk to us too. Christians oh, act no, like they're I, scared right. to talk to each I'm other. Talk about that. Right. right. Also, I don't think abortion is appropriate in any circumstance. Now, if you get an abortion, do I think you're gonna go to hell for it? No. But I think there are consequences and repercussions. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. And that's tea for another time. All right. So homosexuality. Hey y'all. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Y'all need a snack or something? Go ahead, get a little quick. Get a quick little yeah, snack. Yeah, get a snack, get some water. Yeah, I know it's a little let me just Hell's give this. No, that, sure is. Hell is hot. No one And it exists. I ain't. Anyway. Um, so. <laughs> just talking about that. <laughs> now we do it too much. Charismatics. <laughs> Those freaking non-denominationals. <laughs> um, so, y'all, I love all y'all so much. Let me just say that. Star and I love all people. It does not matter if you are gay or not. If you are gay, we love you. If you're not gay, we love you. All right? All right. So let's get that out the way. God loves you too. Gay or not gay. Equally. <clears throat> all right so said that so now you can't say that i said i hated you that i'm scared of you i'm not af- afraid of anyone actually so i'm not i'm not phobic of anyone so don't, i don't want to hear homophobe come into this conversation because i'm not afraid of gay people <laughs> you walk <around. laughs> what <laughs> anyway now with that being said i do not agree with the homosexual lifestyle 
And is that okay? Yes. Because people disagree all the time. It's you answering your own question. <laughs> is that okay? Yes. <laughs> because some of y'all are just doing too much. And because it's an issue with homosexuality, we act like it's just a whole different thing. Whereas if you disagree with something I think, does that mean you're afraid of me? Does that mean you hate me? No. So it goes the same way towards Christians, towards, you know, anything LGBTQ. Okay? So, like, it's okay to disagree and you can love someone despite disagreements. Star and I don't agree on everything in life. True. Do we hate each other? No. Yeah. I'm just oh, kidding. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm right. So a disagreement I'm is call. not, like... An, an excuse for hating someone so at the same time i know people are like but that's who i am so if you can't agree with that you don't agree with me okay. and so here's that's where we differ in opinion i don't think that's who you are right. um now did you go ahead star huh did you want to say oh, something i'm preparing real? myself okay. i'm trying to get it like very compassionate okay all right so yes oh yeah sorry let me ease my tone i don't want to come right, off as aggressive or hostile yeah. i really do love let, y'all let, let me just say this i'm this is what i'm gonna say for now I do not agree. This is my personal opinion. I do not agree with being homosexual at all, blatantly. I think that, well, actually, no, no, it's not what I think. It's what I know. Um, homosexuality is a sin. Being gay is a sin. It is in the Bible. Leviticus somewhere. And, in, and in the New Testament as well. It's not just the Old Testament either because some of y'all don't like the Old Testament. Thank so you. Right. Some of y'all be thinking that's the part that could be left out. Anyway, um, so yeah, I don't think that... Uh, frick god i don't want to no i yeah i just think it's a sin you know um but just like everything else that is in the bible is also a sin sometimes like you know like there's a lot of like i'm not saying that homosexuality is the greatest sin i think like in christianity like that's what we always do like oh you're gay you're going to hell like yeah. oh, <laughs> like frick day but like your pastor up here sleeping with so, you know so like there is not nothing is greater you know i think everybody struggles with different things so and, you know, I don't want, like, me and Sage, like, we aren't trying to be, like, oh, like, you're gay, like, get away from us. Like, no, like, I have a lot of people who are my friends who are gay or who might struggle with those feelings and tendencies. I think there's a difference between if you struggle with something and then you don't act on it and then you struggle with something and you're, like, actively pursuing a lifestyle. Now, I think that, you know, sometimes I might get the urge to punch my sister in the face. Am I going to do it? No. You know, so you don't always right. have to act on those things. Um, but if it is something you're actively pursuing, I think, therefore, that is sin. That is all. Sage, take it away. Yeah, and I agree. Now, one thing I will say, and I think that there are, there are churches on both ends of this argument on the extreme side. And there are some churches that fully affirm the homosexual lifestyle um, and are just completely and openly okay with it they got gay worship leaders they got gay pastors they got trans uh what are they called drag queen parades in their church yeah they got stuff like that and they call it a church they've got churches on that end then you've also got churches that all they do is just condemn people to hell with no yeah. no let's say but come to jesus like no so come you on. actually just scared the crap out of me right. and then that's a, that's not going to create a it's not going to make someone genuinely come to jesus yeah. just by you scaring them we shouldn't just come to jesus because we're terrified of going to hell look at kirsten oh, um oh lord so lord. let me say that now sure. with that being said i think it's important to know that there are some sins in the bible that are listed <clears throat> that well i don't know these what is the wording that was like you will basically go to the pit not inherit the kingdom of heaven. not in, not right, inherit the yeah. kingdom of heaven and now those sins you need to be very cautious of and careful of because if you don't repent of them and you're not actively trying to follow you know god's path for your life 
that you can go to hell for. And that's where the big concern comes in because sexual immorality is on that list. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Stone. Okay, I'm just, okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, but like also like God does know your heart. So if he knows that you are, like let's say like, and I'm not God because I don't like getting to like, oh, you're going to hell. Like, but some things are just like, say you said like blatantly like, okay, you're going to hell. Like, but if you are actively trying to like not be that way or whatever and god knows your heart so let's say if somebody were to die and you know in that whatever but god knows your heart i don't think you will go to hell for that Mm -hmm. that's not my business but i was also going to say really quick that like i don't agree with shock therapy i don't agree with going to a camp to get not gay and like scaring people and like you know i don't that's just not at all because it's a sin just like everything else i think that the only thing that can change you is jesus christ himself Mm -hmm. and the love of god not the condemnation the freak ma'am one second not the condemnation, not, you know, the rejection of the church. It's not going to, like, help you or save you. Not being beat to death and all this other crazy crap. Only the love of God and Jesus himself. Because that's what he died for, every single sin. He didn't just die for those who are thieves and murderers and liars. He died for gay people. He died for people who get abortions and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. we're all sinners at the end of the day. And I'm pretty sure that if all of our friends are being honest, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's some of our friends who are still in the closet who didn't even come out yet, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, he died for them, too. Like, so I don't know why we act like it's such, like, a, oh, my, you know? Like, do I agree with it? I still don't agree with it. I'm not making it, like, a lighthearted situation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, be gay. Like, no, like, I'm not saying that, but at the end of the day, like, we're not going to treat them like they're so lesser than, like, they're aliens or something. Mm-hmm. That's just disrespectful. Like, that's rude. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who are in that lifestyle don't even want to be in that lifestyle. And that's mm-hmm. what the sad part is, because then they feel like they have to just go ahead and go all the way in because they just don't feel like themselves they feel like they're being but that's a spirit anyway sorry sorry yeah. good <laughs> and then i'll try to wrap this up right, right here but we need good old time. i know look at that it's a short little podcast Not short um, <laughs> yeah i mean we are all born sinners like star said at the end of the day we are all born with different things that we have to deal with that's why deliverance is so important For which sure. i know that's a whole nother thing sure can of worms right. that we're not opening right now mm. some people don't believe in deliverance mm. probably the same people don't believe de- demons can oppress you right. anyway it's besides the point love you too but <laughs> The thing is, that's why deliverance is so important because there are just some issues that only the Holy Spirit coming and breaking yeah. those chains off of your life can fix. And it can be done. I mean, we know people, freaking Jackie Hill Perry. Yes. Jackie Hill Perry is a, she wrote a book called Gay Girl, Good God. Her, she's been on CBN, 700 Club, all that stuff. She was in an active yeah. lesbian lifestyle and she's now married with three daughters and she's not gay <laughs> to a to a male yes right, to a male. she's a christian she's, poet. Bomb. <laughs> she's amazing that's just one of many people who have yeah. come to jesus and changed their sexual life and also sexuality at the end of the day if you're really following god that also has to be something you're willing to let go of mm-hmm. and give up yeah you have to be willing to surrender the desires of your flesh right so whatever that may be for you it's not gonna be easy like y'all like it's gonna be easy right like, i'm gonna wake up and not be gay or like like no you might be that for a while right <laughs> like but you have to choose to follow christ yeah. to the best the best that you can all you can do is the best you can and invite the holy spirit to make up for what you can't do mm-hmm. um and yeah with that being said this is this kind of just felt like an intro to a lot of things yeah, it's an intro, y'all. we encourage we you all to something. watch some youtube videos listen to some podcasts use discernment when watching them some yes crazy. yes right. read like, freaking tv oh my gosh. i'm sorry read your bible <laughs> talk to other christians who may not feel the same way about you because you just validating your own christian opinion is not actually helping you grow at all um right. so yeah if you don't agree with us great we invite you to come to our dorm or rebecca region and talk to us about it we literally right. want this to be i love an opportunity to um, open up more conversation because mm-hmm. christians should be afraid to talk about these things right and that's why we have a lot of problems in the world because we don't want to talk about it yeah and if the church can't agree 
how's the world gonna we're supposed to be united anyway, right i'm lost all right, we're gonna move on. all right y'all all right. so thank you for tuning in if you thanks. got this far we appreciate yes, you thanks guys hope you enjoyed this 43 minute break and <laughs> we will bring another one to you very yes, soon maybe a little more lighthearted this time yeah, yeah but yeah. this was this needed to be said our first two were lighthearted. So thanks jerry thanks christian yes Bruce. yes thanks jaren and christian thanks, we appreciate y'all and you know, we will talk to y'all next time bye. 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 Bye.